You are listening to Be the Love, transcending through the shadows into a higher state of consciousness. We are souls on the journey, opening up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. I am Stacy Musial. And I am Sam Fernandez, and we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. Hop on board the Ascension Bus. This is Jules DeVito from Highly Sensitive Humans. This is Katie Jo Holton. We are Michael and Jamie Thornhill at Casa Galactica. This is Tara Jolly. I'm Anna Anderson, and you are listening to Be The Love Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Be The Love, Transcending Through the Shadows. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Sam Fernandez. And we are your co-hosts and souls on the journey. And thank you so much for tuning in this week with us. And if you've enjoyed listening to our show, we would absolutely be so grateful for a five-star written review on iTunes. Reviews really help the show become more visible and spread the word to others. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to begin to take a moment just to get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present in this moment. And take another deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy and breathing out anything you are ready to release in this now moment. And take one more breath into your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself and breathing out that light and love and sending it to all of humanity and remembering that you always, always have your breath to come back to. Today we have Nikki Scorpio. Nikki is a singer, songwriter, and producer from the Bay Area, California. After growing up in the Bay Area, Nikki moved to NYC where he currently resides. Nikki was raised in an LGBTQ plus family with two mothers and a gay birth father in a very rough part of town. After his family split up, Nikki lost his father to AIDS and then moving to a nicer neighborhood only opened up Nikki to bullying from the rich kids while his mother, a teacher for severely handicapped children, worked up to five jobs a week just to stay afloat. These life experiences enabled him to be an observer of poverty, violence, homophobia, racism, and injustice. Nikki then made the realization that he is here to change and address the hypocrisy of how our system divides and disconnects us and how much more powerful we can be when we come together. Nikki has released his self-produced debut single, Irregular, in collaboration with Subtle Energy, which is the first popular song to incorporate healing sound frequencies with quantum physics, which means that the more people listen, the better they feel. Nikki also hosts the podcast Scorpio Rising, which is focused on discussing mental health primarily for artists, entertainers, thought leaders, and human beings who are looking to transform their life holistically and celebrate themselves. 
So thank you so much for being here with us today, Nikki. Hey, thanks for having me, you guys. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Appreciate that. I needed that. Those three, those actually, I heard years ago, three deep breaths, because people know to do deep breathing, but three deep breaths actually slows down the brain. That's cool mm. that you did that. Mm. Need that. Yeah. Yeah. The brain and the autonomic nervous system and really to recenter. I think there's definitely something powerful about that number three, too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. You're talking my language. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it sounds like you've had quite the journey leading up to now. Tell us a little bit about the catalyst for you and what made that realization of your purpose of, of being the change. I, I feel like I was raised by parents that always taught me to be curious and to be open-minded. When I, when I grew up, when I was young, I was always very much in my intuition, like in a free flow kind of state. And along the way, I always had knowings. Like when, when I was going through difficult times in high school, I knew that that wasn't the end for me, right? Like I knew that that was actually after high school was going to be the beginning of my journey that there were certain really difficult traumatic things that happened that I, and I know it sounds like weird to say, but I, I knew that I had to go through them. And after that, connecting with the lovely Katie who connected us from mm -hmm. She's All Over the Place, that when you, when you get involved with different people and different relationships, you interact with people that you might not interact with. And I just have really seen from many different scales, from rich, poor, all different cultures, all different backgrounds, how we all have these things. The one thing that actually connects us is, is trauma. The one thing that connects us is we all in different ways went through something that was really difficult to navigate through. And that's actually the one thing in society we're taught to never talk about, ironically, wonder why. Um, and, so, and so for me, I've just been going on this journey as a seeker, trying different things everywhere from shamanism to different breathing exercises. I'm doing something really, really cool called the gateway process right now, which has been mind blowing for me and just sharing different things when it comes to like holistic healing, mental health, and just different modalities for people like our ancestors used to practice, you know, centuries and centuries ago to get people to have, have a healthy perspective on who they are and what they're going through and, and the blessings and the gifts that that come from you know difficult things from from a real place beautiful it sounds like quite the journey just coming into that an opening for you like it sounds like intuitively you've been in tune with your intuition for a long time and something told you yeah that we have to go through this and your purpose is going to be coming you're going to find that eventually or you're you're i think we're always on a journey to find that but yeah. Um, sounds like quite the knowing just from a young age. Tell us a little bit what it was like growing up for you in an LGBTQ plus home. It was cool until we moved and the city where where we moved to, I went from Berkeley, where for people who don't know, Berkeley is is about as wild and random as it can get, that that's really where like in the 60s, that's where the hippie movement started. And mm -hmm. so you'll get people walking down the street naked and it's like, hey, Ted, how are you doing? It's Tuesday. You know, like it's, it's not like a weird, there's a lot of weirdness and, and, and diversity that goes within that culture. However, Alameda is such a, it almost feels like it belongs in a different part of the United States. Like it's very, very, very conservative. 
and it's because it's an island for for people who live on islands you know that it's like everybody knows or small towns like everybody knows what's going on and so you know when i moved into that city i became like infamous and i didn't even realize it i was i was very deeply insecure and going into this community where everybody grew up and went to school together and people have like a really different belief system you know where they're looking at like Oakland and they're like oh my god Oakland's scary and Oakland's ghetto and I'm like no it's not the case you know that it was very difficult for me to navigate through not only the homophobia because people knew so much about me that I've talked about this on the first season of my podcast that I had people calling up my house that I didn't know I didn't know how they got my phone number and they were like prank calling me asking me oh is it true that your mom's a lesbian are you guys on welfare and there's like five different people on the phone that everybody in this in the school knew about me and and it was like this weird weird kind of thing where people looked like me but they weren't my people because like I very much grew up not only in a diverse setting but also I know my roots you know like I know I know my family story I know all the different chances that my ancestors took the ups and downs and I appreciate that and these people aren't aren't like that it's more so of like we're American like we're Caucasian or or whatever and (laughs) and so in one aspect it gave me a thicker skin you know and I'm not sugarcoating when when I when in the first part of it like I don't I don't want for people to think that it was easy because it wasn't that I I actually after high school spent many years just focusing on learning how to unlearn on how to heal my trauma on how to remember who I was at five who I was at five was invincible I didn't even care what people thought about me and so yeah that's really that's really been the journey is just going through this life of being taught that oh you should be humble or oh rich people are are this way or that way and just not you know what I'm saying like having to unlearn those things and really seeing the humanity within people and then now where I'm at understanding like oh that's why I went through all this stuff because now I can talk to anybody like I can talk I can have a conversation with anyone and find a connection and I can see anybody at any stage in their life and understand like you know, hurt people, hurt people, or when, when somebody is projecting their emotions onto other people, like I, I get it, I see it, I don't judge, and very much want to share that with people who feel voiceless, who feel unheard and unloved. Absolutely. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And you mentioned, yeah, trauma. We are, I think there's so much trauma in the world, right? We all have trauma of some of varying levels, varying degrees. And I believe, you know, we're, we're all working through it in our own way. Um, and so I'd love to hear a little bit about what that journey was like for you to really identify your own trauma and work through that to yeah. overcome some of these things and rise above that. Absolutely. Yeah. So abandonment issues were the main thing for me that when I was like eight, nine years old, everything kind of flipped upside down that on New Year's Eve, my other mother told my mom, I didn't want children. I didn't want to have a family. This was your journey and walked out the door with no kind of, and they'd been together for like 22 years before that. And it almost wasn't real to me. And then right around that same time, my birth father, like the day that I was getting, that I was going to go, cause I'd hung out with my birth father before, 
but the day that we were really going to hang out and bond was the day that he died, that my mom had to explain to me like nine years old about AIDS. And um, on top of that, after, after my, my other mom left, within like a short period of time that she was like, well, I wanna sell the house because it was in her name. I wanna sell the house and you have a week to pack your stuff up because she wanted to take a trip to like Florida or something like that, just rent. It wasn't even like she really needed the money. It was just a lot of toxic behavior. And you know, when I was, I was in elementary school so I didn't really process all of it. So when I hit middle school and high school, that was really when I started to realize how angry I was, that I'd always been the class clown before, but I, I started to, to really process all of my emotions. And, and again, I didn't have any teachers. I didn't have anybody to help me navigate through that. It was just like, go to school, put on your best face, try to get into college, like be happy, be outgoing, be like everybody else. And uh, when I moved, because I was living in New York, and I actually kind of like ran from spirituality and, and, and avoided all of that because I was mad at God. I was mad at the fact that, you know, all these different things had happened. And um, it was really when I moved back to California, Katie took me to an event where there was a shaman. And I did a healing that was like about 90 minutes long and I laughed and cried harder than I ever had. And then I started remembering who I was before all of this stuff had happened. And so I went on this journey and really started connecting with people that were healers, that were seekers, that knew different ways to heal the trauma. And it's, it wasn't an easy journey. However, when I started feeling it, when I started noticing like the changes and the transformation that became my addiction, right? We all have addictions. It was a healthy addiction to say like, I want more of this. Like I want to feel more powerful and living in Hollywood, not a big partier, you know, but we'd go to events and I'd get introduced to people. And it's like, this person looks really good on paper. Like they're this big time producer and they work with all these different people. And I'm somebody who looks people right in the eyes, right? Like I look right into the soul and I'm like, nobody else sees that. Like you don't, you're not seeing that there's like that energy. You're not seeing their body language. You're not feeling that like something's off, something's wrong. And every single time that I would feel that way about somebody, I was always right. You know, then I learned about being an introvert and how introverts are way more empathic. We're way more intuitive. Like we move a little bit slower. And I started learning how to, you know, know thyself and to really understand how I moved and operated and started celebrating myself more and stopped shaming myself. When again, we live in a society that says you got to hustle, you got to work hard, put on a smiley face, you know, like don't show people what's going on. That I realized how broken our system was. And, and then I started going into communities where you get, you know, people that are on the Forbes list, you get people that have everything that you would consider like to be the American dream, and that I'm having conversations with them and realizing these people don't have anybody around them they can actually have a real conversation with. These people don't have anybody that they can trust. And while somebody who wants to have that money or has unhealthy beliefs about money, they're looking at that rich person and being like, oh, poor little rich person, you know, and for me, it's like, no, this is a human, this is a human thing. And so that's really been the journey is, is I very much understand the human process. I'm, I'm not, it's not from a place of like, oh, I'm a master or I'm like a guru, swipe up for my free webinar. No, it's not like that. It's, it's that I see very much 
how people in our society today are looking to be influencers. And then I hang out behind the scenes with the influencers. And I'm like, man, if there was an app to show how influencers were behind the scenes, or if people could really see the raw human emotion that they would appreciate their lives more, they would have a different perspective. And I feel like that's needed right now because it is such an uncertain time. However, I feel like it's the greatest time to be alive because we can have conversations like this and you guys get it, your listeners get it. And technology is allowing for us to show that connection that we share. A lot of stuff you said, I I completely agree with. There was one thing that you said that really stuck out to me though. And that's when you were talking about that point when it all kind of started to fall down around you and you blamed God. You know, why are you doing this to me, God? Why are you doing that to me, God? And I know for me personally, and I'm sure a lot of people listening right now can relate to that. I came from a, you know, a broken home too. And I remember so many times, you know, asking God, you know, why did you put me here? Why am I with this family? Like you were saying, why couldn't I be with a rich family? Or why couldn't I be with a family that looks like they have it all together? You know, the parents are still married and every, everybody's happy and da, 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 da. (laughs) But it's exactly like you said, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. You know, you, you only see what, what people want you to see. And um, that's something, you know, that I think is very important for us to remember that once we start, jealousy starts to creep in and, you know, we try to keep up with the Joneses or, you know, we, we get jealous or resentful because somebody has something that we want. It's very important to, okay, well, what's going on on their end? You know, what's going on behind those closed doors? You know, yeah, they might. They might have the fancy cars or whatever, but are they happy? Are they happy? And then another thing that that you said too, that really got to me too, was how you were talking about at the beginning with your story, how you you started to associate uh, and be around people that you never thought you would be around, you know, that you never thought I have nothing, you know, I don't have anything in common with these people. And um, I think a lot of us have gone through that too. And and in my opinion, you know, that's kind of how you find your soul tribe. You know what I mean? Because yes. it, goes, it goes deeper than just the surface, you know, well, you don't dress a certain way or you don't listen to a certain type of music or, you know, blah, blah, blah. It goes into way deeper, like, I feel this connection. I feel this vibration with somebody. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting because one of the things that I've really been talking about recently is reincarnation and how reincarnation really solves all of the frustrations that are in our life. I'm a very, very big believer. I mean, there's documented cases for people who are skeptics or who don't believe. There are documented cases of kids that come from either like the suburbs or something, and they'll know a place in like Sri Lanka, and they know the villagers, they, name, they, they know the names of the people. They'll have like a birthmark right here on their face, and it turns out that they were like burned or something in their last life. So when we really, there, and, and, and again, like I've done past life progressions, when we understand who we were, then we know why we are. We know why other people are how they are. We understand certain things. And it's like, oh, I'm learning lessons. This isn't a stressful thing. This is other people telling me that I should be this way. And I've been insecure because I'm listening to them. Whereas if I understand, like, I can heal trauma, not only from this life, but there's trauma from past lives. There's stuff that, that goes on way, way, way deeper than, than we even realize. And instead of being fearful or getting overwhelmed by that, it's such a, a dope thing to know because then you get peace of like, oh, this is why all of this different stuff is connected. That for those of us who judge other people, 
there's a very likelihood there's there's a big chance that we've been exactly the same way if not worse you know what i'm saying like i know for sure i've been told this by multiple people and i've had my visions and i've had my my dreams and and everything where i've seen things in many lifetimes i've been very rich and very wealthy and i've been somewhat of a jerk and and cruel to people that that i'm in this lifetime my my birth father actually asked before he passed why did mickey choose this life and it's because on the other side of things that I'm coming in here to, to heal, to do right, to clean and to clear that, that karma. So then again, like when we start to look at it from that perspective, it's like, oh, this is why I'm right here. And I can actually, instead of being resentful or looking at somebody else, that I can, I can enjoy my process and enjoy my journey and my ups and downs instead of shaming myself and blaming myself. Right. And yeah, I totally agree. And I've actually done past life regression too. And yeah, I mean, it, it is, you know, you look to your past to kind of, you know, help you learn the lessons that you need to learn now. And it is completely different than living in your past. I'm not saying living in your past. I'm saying, you know, learning from your past. And yeah, I mean, our, our, our souls have gone through lifetimes upon lifetimes upon lifetimes. Lessons have been learned and as lessons have been learned. And one thing I know that you actually talk about is, is emotional intelligence. And I feel, you know, that being able to be that aware of, you know, past lives and, and I, I, I live this way so I can learn this lesson, I believe is, is a sign of emotional intelligence. So I'm wondering, you know, if you could explain, you know, a little bit on what emotional intelligence means to you and how we can tap into our deeper emotional places. So people that are maybe afraid to look back to kind of give them some courage to look back to find that deeper healing and understanding. Yeah. So I learned about emotional intelligence really when I was living in Los Angeles. Again, like I told you guys, just meeting different kinds of people and seeing like I, I coach people and I feel like people would be surprised. Like there's a woman that I work with who has four different coaches and me. And she's still very, very hard on herself. And that's why I came in because, because she's looking at like, oh, I need to do this. I need to post five times a day. The algorithm says I need to do this five times on TikTok, seven times on Facebook. And I'm like, no, you need to outsource. And, and I would have certain conversations where I'm like, you're being hard on yourself. That's, that's a limiting belief. So what I realized is language is so, is so powerful and is so interesting that I have an amazing friend who is a couple decades older than, than I am. And, and I recently started talking with him because he opened up to me, was sharing things with me where I'm like, you don't feel worthy based off of your conversation and your language. You don't feel worthy of receiving gifts and receiving love. They're like, you'll give and you'll give and you'll give to people. And then when somebody wants to help you out, genuinely wants to help you out, wants to give you money or wants to, to, to help you in some way, shape or form, that you come from this place of like, no, I need to be humble or whatever, whatever. Not even aware of that. And, 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 and I started telling him, I'm like, if you can just tell yourself, well, well, first of all, the first challenge was a small one where it was like, for one week, listen to your sentences after you say them and just think about what truth that's creating, right? And again, it's gonna be awkward. It might be a little bit difficult for you, but it's okay. Don't make yourself wrong for it, but just observe non-emotionally that when you can just look at your life non-emotionally and listen to yourself, 
then you become aware. Then you become aware of the truths that other people have around you. So for example, if you have a job or you're somehow selling something in any way, shape or form that somebody will look at how much money they normally make. And if they don't make that money, they're like, oh man, it's slow, like this sucks. And it's like, no, if you can really have again, like the emotional intelligence to slow down and to understand there's an opportunity that everything that's happening right now, as cliched as it might sound, everything is happening for, you know, divine purpose. It's happening to get you to a place where you're going to be able to have inner peace. And for me, that's why I've been on this journey is I very much understand there's always going to be a reason to be mad that emotional intelligence is really understanding perspective is so important. Perspective is so powerful. And when you become aware of the company you keep and the words that you speak and the truths that you speak and the thoughts that you think, then you can become aware of how to heal that and how to change that around, you know? And I feel like a lot of people struggle with this and just go into this autopilot of, I don't like this thing. This person is making me feel uncomfortable. And it's like, no, when I was in high school, I used to see people that were genuinely happy and I would look at them like they were cheesy. Then I would catch myself and think, why am I thinking that about that person? Am I jealous? Why am I like this person probably is genuinely happy. They're probably genuinely a good person. And it's weird that I'm looking at somebody else, not knowing their story, not knowing them at all. And I have like a bitterness or I'm jaded or I'm mad or whatever, triggered or whatever that it is, you know, that people will just go with that truth. And it's like, no, question your thoughts, question your beliefs. If you think something is hard, ask yourself, why do you think that is hard to, to be curious by nature? I feel like is what emotional intelligence is, is just really analyzing what you do and understanding that you can heal it, that you can transform it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think it really comes down to like what you were saying is that slowing down, right? Because I think we're so much on autopilot and we're creating the same patterns. We're, we're doing the same patterns that we've done forever. And yeah. we, you know, but it's really a time, I think, you know, to really question everything and yeah. question, like, why do we believe what we believe? You know, where did that belief system come from? You know, are we being fed this by the media or by our, our familial, you know, generations? Or, you know, did someone say something to us, you know, at, at some point in our life and we just held on to that? So it's really about stepping into our truth and, and recognizing, yeah, like the power of words, the power of truth. And if we want to hold alignment with that truth, or we want to find another truth, because we can always change and continue to heal and rise up and rise, raise our vibration through being in alignment. You know, I want to, I want to share something within that. Thank you for saying that. I want to share something. And this is a perfect example that people who get chronic illness, they get disease. Mm -hmm. It's based off of metaphysics. It's based off of belief systems. So for example, my mom recently, thank goodness that she beat it, but my mom had cancer. It's one of the reasons why I was in the Bay Area. And we looked it up and the metaphysical reason with cancer on a deep and profound level is feeling unappreciated. And I started having conversations with her 
to show her areas where there were blocks, right? And, and also on top of that, again, when you're in a working environment where maybe you don't click or connect with the certain people, I shared with her, when people tell you negative things, when people tell you something that like, oh, life is hard, or just like they're talking bad about something or someone, you don't have to nod your head. You don't have to say, yeah, you don't have to even have a conversation with them. They're literally looking to just dump that energy, that toxic energy, whatever. And for whatever reason, good or bad, that they see you as somebody that they can do that with. And within a couple of days later that she, she told me, she's like, wow, like this is so amazing. Like I, I, I always felt obligated. I'm like, yeah, but that's guilt that the reason why I've been doing this is because I want to be that person when I'm 80, 90 years old, that I'm happy, that you can see like the spark in my eye, that you can see that spirit within me. Because I, I know people on both sides where it's either you're either like, oh my God, everything is overcooked or I don't like this or the world is scary or whatever. Not only does, does that block you from happiness and success, but if you keep on going down that path, it literally shortens your lifespan and it creates sickness and we don't want that. So that's where I tell people like, if you're mad, if you have deep seated anger, if somebody did something terrible to you and trust me, I can tell you stories. I've had people do terrible things to me. However, I had to forgive them. I had to and have conversations with them because I know what it's like to carry that anger and people deserve to have peace. And when you're carrying this like frustration of this person did this and like you made me feel this way, I understand, but that's a story that you're telling yourself. Not only is it blocking you, but it's also leaking into other aspects of your world. And that's why you see so many people in unhealthy relationships and jobs that they don't like and positions that they don't wanna be in. And it's like, yo, stop, hit the brakes and, and just analyze, you know, it's so important. And recognizing that those stories are more disempowering for you to carry on. And so when we are blaming and shaming others, it doesn't, it takes the power away from ourselves to truly step into our, our truth and our sovereignty and, and truly do the healing work. And I totally agree, you know, and, and I know there's been studies with like epigenetics and things where lifestyle triggers the gene expression. And so that the metaphysical experience they say is like 98% stress-related and, and like energy, right? It's all energy, the dis-ease. And so when we are creating disease in our body, it's, it's usually coming from some sort of energy. I actually recently spent a week with Joe Dispenza. Um, I went to one Love of his... Him. Oh my God. It was amazing. It was like, yeah, I spent like in his advanced workshop, we just went into the quantum field for a whole week and I have never felt more like I was vibrating on such a deep, deep level. Um, you know, and when you can go into that space, so much healing can occur. I saw a woman who came in in a wheelchair and in the middle of the retreat she was up and just moving and dancing and it was just such a beautiful experience to witness so i mean i've seen yes. like you know deep healing occur when, when you truly tap into the power of the quantum belief systems are so fascinating that i recently again i was talking about it earlier but you might want to check it out i don't know if you've heard about it but the gateway process meditation is really really 
fascinating and they teach you all these really interesting concepts and and actually I found it on TikTok and and it's like the CIA has used this for a lot of different stuff mm. and I when I'm doing meditations now I'm tapping into that 5-year-old part of me when you're a kid if if you're playing a game with another kid and they're like oh my god there's hot lava on the floor then there's hot lava on the floor and that's it <laughs> when we really truly we have to go beyond our belief systems because people talk about the law of attraction, but it's like, yo, if you don't believe that you're worthy of it and, and you don't see yourself in that home or in that relationship or in that place that you want to be in, and if you don't on a deep and profound level feel how good that it feels, that's how you get there. That's how you manifest it is you have to go beyond the 3D world. And that's what's dope now is we're, we're going into this other dimension where it's more about manifesting and we have to live in the, not that we have to, but we can choose to, and we get to, if we want to, that we can live in this world that we actually create, that it doesn't matter what things look like, you know, and there's a lot of people that talk about that, that no matter what it looks like for them at that time, that you always have that belief system, no matter what other people say. And that's what's cool about Joe Dispenza for people who don't know is that he visualized his healing process when he, when he had a, an injury and he visualized the surgery and that's how we heal himself. And if you can truly, if you're going through something that's difficult or you're frustrated through meditation, through different modalities, you can really get there because your brain, last part is your brain doesn't know the difference mm -hmm. between the reality that you're in and the story that you're telling. And, mm -hmm. that's, and that's powerful. That's powerful to know and to understand. Absolutely. So we can, yeah, totally create and envision our future and our brain is going to find a way to get there. You yep. know, at once yep. we like, when we connect our brain and our nervous system to that image, it's a powerful, powerful process. And, and I'm noticing too, going into this fifth dimension, things are speeding up. Manifesting yes. is becoming quicker. So it's amazing how fast we really can create what we want. I was actually at the Joe Dispenza retreat and I was manifesting new opportunities. And then within like an hour, I met this woman in an elevator and I was invited to this retreat, something I'd been manifesting for a while, but it was just like this instant manifesting opportunity. It was pretty amazing how quickly it showed up. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. And, and, and the, the biggest part of it is, is that you're because you're open to it and that I feel like we're also we're open to it showing up in a way that we might not expect it to. That's the most important part that like it's so important that if you're going into a meeting or if you're connecting with people that you got to let go of the other stuff to be present, like how you did the, the breathing technique that it's like, we need to do more of that and find more ways to be present because people are so smart, man. People are so intelligent. Um, although they might not know what they're feeling, people will feel if you have negative energy. People will feel if you're mad. People will feel if you're being sneaky, you know? And, and so that's why it's so important to, to have that clarity and to say like, all right, cool, now I'm present, now I'm centered. And, and also, even though I want for somebody to show up and knock on my door with suitcases full of money, with the trucks full of money, with everything I've ever wanted, if they show up and, and their socks aren't matching and they're speaking like a different dialogue or if they're talking in a different way, I'm still going to use my intuition to be able to trust instead of thinking, 
no, in my mind, you were going to come on Tuesday at five o'clock and now you're showing up here at two o'clock. That's not what I planned. So this isn't what I wanted. You know, that's the funny part about manifesting, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what are some tools that people can use to stay maybe at peace within themselves in, you know, in this time of chaos? What, what are some things that you would recommend? I recently, in the past several months, I have to meditate. I absolutely have to meditate that when I started getting back into daily meditation, I was like, why did I stop this? And there's a lot of different great meditations. And what's cool for those of you that are workaholics is a meditation can be two minutes long. Mm -hmm. A meditation can be if you're in the subway or in your car, your eyes can be open. You can literally be talking to somebody in clearing energy that for me, I, there's a couple different ones that I've tried besides the gateway process. Um, there's another one uh, by vision who owns the company mind Valley. Mm -hmm. And he has one called the six phase meditation where you're really focusing on all the different parts of you where you're grateful for you're visualizing your life. You're forgiving people, which is so, 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 so huge to forgive. Cause we always have somebody that we can forgive, especially ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right. That's part of it that we can, again, like energy, we're, we're going to find more scientists talking about energy now in, in the tech world. Several years ago in San Francisco, tech companies are working with sound frequencies for levitation. Coincidentally, the same sound frequencies that resonate in the pyramids of Egypt. Okay, so we're going mm. into a world where for, for people that are skeptics, now scientists talk about it. Energy is so, so, so powerful that when I'm walking around New York, I'm consistently putting energy around myself. When people are saying negative things, I'm doing what I need to do to block that from going into my energy field. I'm constantly protecting my energy. I'm putting trusting energy around myself, loving energy around myself. I'm, I'm sending other people love. I'm sending other people light. And it's interesting because people feel it, but they don't know that they feel it, but their head will turn or like they'll, they'll make like a move or something like that, that we have to really understand how energy works and how we can move that energy to our advantage and, and to, and to also not only heal ourselves, but to help other people and guide other people. And again, really don't, don't look at what's going on when you're going through a difficult thing is do or die. Don't make it life or death. Look at it again, as an outside observer, try to really just be observant of your life. And I know Buddhism talks a lot about that and different spiritual practices talk about that. Try, make it a fun game where you just observe yourself and look at your reactions when you see people, when you meet people, when you see somebody walking down the street, just become aware of your patterns and really, again, this is a big one. This is a really, really, really big one that took me many, many moons to learn. Don't share what you're doing with people until you've done it. Not everybody is rooting for you. And that's a tough one for people to digest sometimes. And again, we're all at different levels. But I realized this earlier, you were talking about this at the beginning about, you know, the people around you. But it's like, I've had people that were family to me that said, you think you're better than people. And that cut, because if it's like a YouTube comment or it's something on social media, it's just like, whatever, you don't know me. But when it's family, that cuts, you know what I've been through. And then I started to realize, oh, this person is afraid. This person looks at me when I'm authentically living my life, when I'm being true to myself. And because they're afraid, 
because they they grew up in a traumatic household in a traumatic environment and and they haven't done any which is fine that's the, that's their journey i'm not judging them it's, that's their journey and they're looking at me and because it's not familiar to them then they're creating a story around that and i realized even with my mom love my mom my mom's an angel you know that I don't share certain things with her because she doesn't get the process that like we will share things with people and then they'll come from a place of like, that's scary. Be careful. Watch out. Watch out for other people. And a friend of ours said, um, Isabel, she's like, I don't even tell my husband what I'm up to until I've actually inked the deal. Enjoy the process. Enjoy your blessings for yourself. Do not feel obligated to give and to give and to give to people for those people who are people pleasers. You have given enough, okay? <laughs> if you, if you, okay, you can you can now give that same energy and that same love to yourself, and really mm. be open to receiving. Be really, really open to receiving blessings. Be open to, to the fact other people want to help you, and just and the last part of it is, I would say, what's what gives me peace? Nobody knows why we're here. Nobody knows what's going on. Even the people that look like they know what they're doing, you know, like just understand that and get that and, and make it a game and, and make it a fun, fun, fun adventure for yourself. Don't make it a, a make or break kind of thing. And the last part is, man, just have patience and have kindness with people because not everybody knows how to navigate right now. We're all, we're all in different places and it's just really, really, really important to understand that. You know, we're all doing the best that we can and, and it's not right or wrong. It's, it's, it's just like everyone's on their journey and just appreciate that and respect it. Mm. That's beautiful. Absolutely. And so I'd love to hear more about your music. And I know you, you mentioned incorporating quantum physics and sound frequencies in there. And, and so yes. that sounds so powerful. Um, I mean, I've listen to some of it. And, and so, yeah, you know, you can definitely feel the vibration. Um, yes. Tell us a little bit more about just the inspiration behind that and just your work with that. So what's really interesting is right before COVID hit, I recorded songs that I haven't released the other ones too, but it's all like literally tied into what's going on that I made that song a regular when I was at one of the most confusing times in my life, I had this like perfect storm of events happen to me where I found myself in such an unknown place. And then where I got to from there was like, man, if I don't love myself right now with every ounce and every fiber of my being, then it's never going to happen. They're like, I need to, and I want to just really believe that every step and every choice that I'm making is the right one. And then it came to a place of, yeah, a regular saying, yes, I am different. When people say, oh, you think you're better than people. Now what I say is, yes, I do. Yes, yes, you're right. I, I do think that I'm better than people, especially better than people that judge other people and think that that other person thinks that they're better than other people. Like now, now if people are going to call me names, I'll step into it because I'm so secure that I don't need to prove or validate myself. And that's powerful for me because my whole, my whole life, I was different. My whole, like, again, living in Alameda, all these other people are, are thinking completely and totally different than me. That when I was before Alameda, when I was living in Berkeley, you're the only white family that the way that I think is different. The way that my parents are is different. Like everything about me, my, my whole perspective on life 
it's so it's so different. I have such a broad perspective of, of what normalcy is, and I stop denying it. And I feel like it's a really, really great time to just embrace how powerful we are, you know? And, and so I made that song, all the music that I'm making now is basically like when you're going through a tough time, if you're going through a breakup or you lost somebody that you love, or you're, you know, like one paycheck away from like having to make tough decisions or whatever, that there's a friend that comes in or there's a song that plays. And it's like, you know what? You got to open up the curtains. You got to take a shower. You got to go outside. I know that it's scary. I know that it hurts. I know that it's hard. I know. I understand. Got to get up anyway. You got to go for it. You got to go for it. You want to feel sad? You can feel sad. That's okay. You want to feel mad? That's okay. That's good too. However, don't hold it in. Don't, don't keep it inside. Don't keep it hidden. That's what the music is doing on the frequency side of things. I'm just, I'm a believer, you know, I, I want to show people what's possible. You know, again, like I said at the beginning, our ancestors used to talk about philosophy. We used to talk about elevation. We used to know different herbs. The natives, the original natives to America and the natives that live in the jungles have said plants used to talk to them. Plants used to actually talk to them. Ayahuasca, they found out about ayahuasca because the plants told them about it, okay? And that sounds different and weird in the world that we live in. However, you're gonna see science is gonna prove it and science and, and spirituality are gonna become best friends. It's gonna, it's gonna happen. You know that we really, we really need to understand and, and have these different tools in our arsenals because people have this impression that when you're a millionaire or when you have a blue verified check on your social media, now you're happy. And it's like, no, like, they say more money, more problems. Like you need to know how to stop and, and, and use these tools. Like, you know, what you did with the deep breathing or to know like Wim Hof breathing, which is, which is really, really mm -hmm. amazing. Or, you know, that you can do stuff like Vipassana, which is a 10 day silent meditation, you know, or you can, all different religions have amazing tools and, and different thoughts that can give you that inner peace. You know, that for me, that's what it was is like music music is meant to light people up. It's meant to set people on fire and, and have them, you know, like when you hear a love song, like when you hear Motown music, it's like, yo, these people are pouring their hearts out. And so the music that I'm, that I'm making and the art that I'm making and what Katie and I are doing with the sophisticated psychos is really, really just showing people like embrace your differences, embrace the parts of you that other people have put you down for and have bullied you for and teased you about because those are gifts, man. They're, you're one of one, never been done before. And that's, that's dope. Like just appreciate your uniqueness. Mm. I love that. Mm. Absolutely. We really have to step into our sovereignty and appreciate our uniqueness because we're all, we're all different. We're all on a path that, you know, we're here to serve a purpose. And we have to, when we step into our uniqueness, we can truly share our gifts with the world. And that's what's needed. You know, we're done, I think, being cut from this cookie cutter prescription saying this is how it's supposed to be. We're like, it's time for all of us to like really step into our soul evolution and really yeah. be in our power. So it's really beautiful. And so I know you mentioned that you would be able to share your song irregular with our listeners. Is that something Definitely. we can, um, we'll add that to the show notes as well. But I also want to hear a little bit um, about your podcast, Scorpio Rising. It sounds like a really beautiful message and just 
what you're doing in the world too. So can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I got inspired by Katie. I got inspired seeing her podcast. I actually remember the first episode she was doing was just holding up her, her iPhone and just talking out there. And, and I, I would do the mixing and, and stuff like that. I'm a creative person. I'm an artist. It's bigger than music for me. When lockdown hit, I really started thinking because that was right when my management team had this like whole plan, a release and all this different stuff. And then the world went swoop like that. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's all I'm like, well, at the root, at the root, who am I? My birth name, Nicholas, means victorious people. And I just, I've just learned along the way when I connect with people on a human level outside of social media and the internet, I, I see people. I, I, if somebody's going through something difficult or if somebody's being bullied or put down or whatever, I'm not just going to hold up my phone and, and get views or, or turn the other way. Like I'm a human, I have compassion, like I have empathy. And, and so like, I'm, I'm there, you know, like that's just my nature. That's just my human design. And so I've really been on this path of embracing vulnerability and it just came from a raw place of just seeing different conversations. I observe on social media. I see how people are super, super hard on themselves, especially in entertainment. You know, you can't really talk about mental health. Now you can more, but you can't really talk about mental health and entertainment, especially in acting. Like music, you kind of can, but we all know all the different artists who have had drug problems and, and have overdosed, unfortunately, and stuff like that. And, and everybody's like, well, they every song was sad. I guess we just didn't listen or whatever that, and, and in acting too, that it's, and I've seen that with Katie, that it's like, it doesn't matter that you had a bad day. Doesn't matter. All the different stuff that you're going through doesn't matter. Show up, be pretty, be beautiful, be in a spotlight, memorize your lines, and otherwise you're going to get replaced, you know? And for me, I very much see how people look at social media, regardless if you like it or not. People look at Hollywood, people watch the movies. And they do get influenced by that. And they do live their life based on all these different things, popular culture. And so for me, it, I've, I've gone on this journey of not only for people that are, you know, working, you know, nine to fives and, and, and kids and, and teenagers and stuff like that, but especially for people that are entrepreneurs, that are thought leaders, for people that have positions of power, you know, that a lot of those people don't have solid people in their life. They, they have a lot of people that just want to be in that line, like that just want to be around that success. And so I started Scorpio Rising the same way I made a regular of, I get that you're going through something difficult and I get that it's not cool and it's not in style to talk about it. You know, like I'm, I'm watching the, the documentary about Takashi 69 super villain on, on uh, Apple TV listen to what he talks about he's got the whole system figured out that people know people will watch trolls and the algorithm doesn't know that you don't like it it just knows wow you watched that video for 45 seconds so we're going to give you more trolls we're going to give you more fighting videos more chaos that we have to understand how these things work and for me again it, it comes down to perspective I just feel like Everybody wants to love and to be loved. Everybody wants to have peace and to embrace who they are. And you really can't find that when you turn on the television. You can't find that when you watch the news. You can't find that when you watch reality shows. You don't really hear it when you listen to to music. Sure, there are some love songs here and there. However, a lot of stuff is very surface level. And then you hear, again, you hear what's going on behind the scenes. And you're like, 
nobody's talking about this. Nobody's going to talk about this because we all want our paychecks. We all want to stay employed. No, you want to put me on a list? Guess what? I pull out my, my iPhone and now I got my own television show. I got my own career. Technology is our friend. And so I started Scorpio Rising really for people to just have a moment and to say, yeah, I am amazing. I am powerful. I am dope. That's right. Mm-hmm. Cool. You know, and, and, to, and to celebrate their journey and, and to have a different perspective on why things are happening and, and to find the beauty in it. That's beautiful. So tell our listeners how they can find you and what you're currently working on. Yes. So I actually, it's interesting. Four months ago, I started realizing on my Instagram that I was getting shadow banned and I couldn't figure out why it was. There was, I wasn't doing anything weird. There's no spam going on or whatever. And so I created a new account. I found a guy, um, social media dude. I outsourced that. And, and by the way, outsourcing is, is so amazing. It's so great not to have to wear 18 different hats and to do everything. If you can afford it, if you can do it, because like I can edit videos, I can engineer, I can do marketing, I can do promotion. Uh, but I love sanity. <laughs> I love balance, <laughs> you know, and, and so within four months, I've grown this amazing community. I think I'm at like 1200 followers and, and the engagement on this page is so amazing. I get, I'm on, I'm on the explore page now. Like I get people from all over the world and they're rocking with me. And so basically what I've been doing is I've just been dropping like one minute bangers, either it's like a melody or a beat. And it's basically the, the equivalent of, you know, when you, when you look at an image or a meme or something like that, or something that's inspirational, but I'm doing with audio, just giving people a quick hit to, to just like light them up and, and inspire them. So my Instagram is uh, the Nikki Scorpio show. And it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a really great community. It's a family for those of us that feel different and, and just want to feed off of really positive energy. Katie and I, like I said, mentioned earlier, we have the sophisticated psychos. We, we uh, did a web series actually at the beginning of COVID called Couples Therapy, which is hilarious and very, very relatable for anybody in a relationship or looking to be in a relationship or who's ever gone to therapy based off of real experiences mm-hmm. that don't sound like they should be real, um, but they are. I think we've won like 25 different awards in the film festival. I won best editor, learned off of YouTube. So no excuses. We shot it on a Zoom call. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm back in New York and I'm just hitting the ground running. Um, I don't really have specific plans. I'm still, I'm still um, pushing a regular. It's just a core message, you know, in any way, shape or form that I can connect with people, if it's one person or, or 8 billion, like I, I just really, I really love showing people who they are, you know, and that's, and that's what I'm about. And I like to humanize things as much as possible, because I feel like we're so used to this, like, edited, perfect kind of thing. And I do voiceover as well. And thankfully, if you listen to commercials, if you, if you see what's going on in advertising, it's way more human now. So there's, there's a lot of hope, you know, but for me, my, my main message is you don't have to be edited. You can really truly be yourself that you don't need to compare yourself to other people and, and just to, yeah, just enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. Beautiful message. So thank you so much, Nikki, for being here with us today. 
really appreciate this beautiful conscious conversation yeah definitely thank you guys for what you're doing too it's really important it's cool and and yeah for all the for all the listeners like please keep supporting them and leave those five-star reviews because that's people Mm. say that they're going to leave those reviews but then but then it it gets put (laughs) in the back burner they're like right we need to we need to with like-minded individuals Mm. just likes and comments and even if it's an emoji it Mm. really really builds such a great community and, and helps push that up so promote positive people man promote the positive people and this is such a great thing you guys are doing so thank Mm. you for having me thank you thank you yeah it definitely does help um those reviews and we are so grateful when we receive them because it does it also helps our ratings and our you know then that helps other people find us on right so that's what it's all about man it's all about the community we just Mm -hmm. we when we have like-minded yo we have like-minded people around us We can make magic. We can move mountains. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) And thank you for listening to our show. Stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And of course, if you've enjoyed listening to our show, we would absolutely love that five-star written review on iTunes. And of course, share the love by sharing it with your friends. And if you want to support the work that we're doing, please consider making a donation to our show by visiting our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast and until next time love yourself love each other and love the world we love you love you guys take care and we'll talk to you later we at be the love podcast are honored to be supporting the Komodi foundation which is a nonprofit organization in uganda that is working to build a school that will promote and support health care education skills development, feeding the hungry, human rights, and environmental defenders. Their goal is to work with young mothers and single mothers, street children, and vulnerable families who lack nurture as they guide them to become productive individuals, which will lead to a productive generation. Please see our show notes on how to become a donor, mentor, volunteer, or sponsor. Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Chrissy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphics. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey. And thank you for hopping on the Ascension bus with us. And remember, there is always a seat for you.